up, what up? Jimmy Murray here with Frank Patalano, and we are the Cashflow Kings. The Cashflow Kings podcast discusses money, finance, mindset, and investing with an emphasis on cash-flowing real estate. Thanks for joining the Cashflow Kings, and welcome to our new episode, Single Mom Millionaire with Sadna Sabaral. We're here to help you crush your goals. So guys, before we dive in, we always talk about the fee. So Frank and I aren't interested in pushing a, a ton of marketing or advertisements before we dive in. We just ask that you pay the fee forward. So if you hear something on this podcast that you really like, share it with a friend, give us a share on social media, leave us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Music. We sincerely appreciate it. And with that, we're really excited to bring in Sadna. I think you guys are going to love this episode. So Sadna, welcome. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. I love the name Cashflow Kings. That's what got me into real estate, positive cash flow. I love that. So Sadna, you're, it sounds like you're currently based out of Canada. And how I long am. have you been investing in real estate for? Just over 10 years, I would say since 2008, 12 years ago. Um, that's when I started with my first home and on and on and on. It's been a journey. So when you started 10 years ago, what what got you excited or what led you into finding real estate as an investment to meet your needs? Well, as my name says, single mom millionaire, I became a single mom. <laughs> and then I had no choice but to figure out different ways to make money. Um, I, I was left with three boys when I got divorced, a roof over my head. Yes, thank you, God. And from there, my journey began because when the boys were little or when my ex-husband left me, the boys were only nine, 11 and 13. Wow. And as I was saying before the um, earlier that their needs were smaller, but as they grew older, their needs became bigger and I had to come up with a different solution because my salary wasn't going to cut it. My salary was okay when they were nine, 11 and 13, but it wasn't going to cut it when they're 20, 22 and 25. Right. So I had to think of different ways. And I think that's where my whole journey started about that job isn't going to get me to that financial freedom that I want. In my case, I just wanted to pay for my kids' education. And that led me to see different opportunities or seek different opportunities. What I so, love about this is that everybody needs to have some kind of a side hustle. Everybody needs to have something they're working on outside of their job. Just to be, you know, you don't want to be just over broke. You want to, you want to have, take the risk and uh, get some rewards, hopefully. Well, that's exactly what it is for me as well. It's been a side hustle. I still work full time because I enjoy my work. And my part time, which has been um, real estate, has brought me in more money than my job. I love that. I love and that. I, I'm like, you know, I still work full time because I enjoy it. I actually am a law clerk and it's all about real estate as well. And I think just doing it part time has given me enough of rewards that I don't need to worry about, oh my God, let me make this into a full-time thing. Maybe one day I will, but right now I don't feel it's necessary. So two really important things here. So the first one is you pull the page out of Simon Sinek's book with start with why, right? So you're thinking, all right, my, my kids are getting older. I really want to help them get a good education. I want to invest in real estate so I can help them pay for that great education. I think that's really important because if people get into this just to make more money, they don't have that why to like really keep them going. I think that it's going to be a struggle. And then the second part is a lot of people are like, I can't wait until I quit my job. Right. And for some of us, that's the path, right. To become a corporate <laughs> dropout. Like I always joke that I am, or, you know, um, 
to, to just own rental property and kind of sit on the beach every day, like Frank wants to do. Um, but it always doesn't have to be that. Like if you have a fulfilling job and you find real estate to be a fun side hustle, like that's okay too. And honestly, that's a really great spot to be in. That's the spot I'm in. Uh, when I started investing in real estate, like I said, my three biggest wives were my three boys and yep. I would have done anything for them. And for me to come across real estate was just coincidence. And I've been able to pay for their education. Two of them are in med school or have finished, med I mean, in medicine. And one of them is in management. And as I, um, so for me to have been able to take care of that because or only through my side hustle was amazing because Seriously. you know a regular law clerk salary you're looking at fifty thousand dollars that doesn't even cover your car payment house payment phone bill internet whatever it doesn't right. and this is why like you know i'm grateful that real estate came into my awareness <laughs> so let's talk about how real estate was a coincidence and how you got started Okay. So as I said, I work at a law office. One day a client came in, she was renewing her mortgage and um, I'm looking at her documents and it, the mortgage amount was something like 350 bucks. I'm like, my mortgage payment is way higher. My car payment is more than that. And I was like, holy shit. And then I started talking to her and she was kind enough to say, I'm starting a club and she was just starting out and uh, she started teaching me. And that's where I, my whole journey began because prior to that, as I said, when my ex-husband left, I was always looking for that extra money. How do I make even $500 a month come in extra because the expenses for the kids were much higher than my income could support. So then I started off by doing second mortgages. I got a bigger line of credit on my house. I would borrow at six, lend it out at 14, and I'm making nice. that percent in between, right? Brilliant. And Absolutely brilliant. Then that's what I started off at because that's what I knew. I didn't know any better or any different, I should say. So then when I was investing or when I got introduced to real estate investing, the whole concept changed. Like, you know, I don't need to be just stuck with that $8,000 for let's even say it's $100,000. Now you pay tax on it and stuff. But then when you look at the other side, when you're a real estate investor, it's a totally different ballgame because you have that money cash flow coming in and that's where I love it fell in love with cash flow and that's why I said I love the name cash flow kings awesome <laughs> awesome so what did you what did your first rental property look like I know that the, the market is obviously different between Canada and different parts of the US which we're accustomed to um, but was did, did you invest in like a duplex triplex what did that first investment look like my once I started learning, it took me actually a couple of years to start buying because right. I was so focused on investing in myself, like to getting the proper education. So awesome. for me, like it was like boom, 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 boom. So one of the first deals I'll say, because I don't know exactly, to be honest, which one is the first because it's been 12 years now. I should uh, go back tough. and look and look and think, right? <laughs> Uh, but the, one of the very first deals was I bought a sixplex. It was one hundred six thousand dollars. I borrowed twenty five percent from a God. family member. I know, right? Wait till you hear the cash flow. Uh, so I borrowed twenty five percent from a family member, and I uh, got a vendor take back, a seller financing for the seventy five percent. I bought it for one hundred six. The cash flow was around eight hundred dollars a month, positive cash flow. And I was able to sell it five years later for 165. That's but, incredible. So yeah. 
I think the most amazing part about that story, if that's one of your first deals, <clears throat> that is freaking incredible because not only did you go out and acquire private capital from a family member, which that's, that's a level of difficulty we won't go too deep into, but then you also got seller financing for the yes. remainder. So 100% financing on something that cash flows. And mm -hmm. honestly, it's, it's, it's sincerely impressive. Well, I, I honestly believe when your why is bigger than you, you'll find a way. You will find a way. There Where was no this property, way. by the way? I'm sorry? Where was it's this in property? All of my properties, all 35 properties that I have done are in Ontario. What would That's that six unit be worth today? I'm sorry, say What again? do you figure that six unit? You said it was a six unit, right? What would be worth today, you figure? I don't know. I did my job. I never looked back. Oh, that's fine. No, no. I love that. I, I, love I like that. that too. I just know some people. The ship has sailed. What am I going to do? Cry over that one? There you go. All right. That's fine then. I just know that the market's really hot there, right? I, I understand. But you know what? The way I saw it, think about it. I was getting cash flow for five years. I was able to pay off the mortgage, not pay off, sorry, pay down the mortgage because the payment was bigger than what I wanted it to be. Um, then five years later, I sell it for 165. Now from 106 to 165, that's a good $59,000 in there. That's over Absolutely. five years. That's yep. not to mention the cash flow I got. That's not to mention my 25% that I tried to pay off during, I walked away with a good chunk on closing. So I'm Absolutely. happy. I don't care what it's worth now. Who gives you? <laughs> so how, how did you approach that telefinancing conversation up front? Oh, well, okay. So I'm familiar with telefinancing because I work at a law office. So I was kind of new. But again, if I don't have many, what am I going to do? I'm going to think of ways. How can I make this deal? No money down. Right. If I had the money, maybe I wouldn't have thought about it. But for me, um, the very first time when I started looking at property and I found real realtors who would be willing to work with an investor, I remember the guy sending me like probably like 60 MLS listings. And I went through them and I think I made about 13 or 14 offers. But I was focused on where is the seller really wanting to sell? And is there any hope of seller financing? If there isn't next, if there isn't next, it didn't matter. So guys, if you're hearing this, you have to listen to how direct this approach is, right? Like you spent, you talked about it. You, you spent two years trying to figure out what your approach was going to be, educating yourself and, and, you know, providing that personal growth. And then you have this laser-like focus, right? Focusing on, hey, I want to pay for great education for my boys. And by the way, when I get into these deals, I want it to be seller financed. And if you're an investor listening in, I think that is incredibly important to hone in rather than trying to chase every shiny object that's out there. Really try to focus on what you feel is important and chase those opportunities. I agree. Totally, totally. I'll tell you about actually another story. Uh, one of another property that I bought, I bought it on a tax sale. I'm not sure what you guys call it in the States. So it's tax, tax sale. sale where somebody does not, it is same. Yep. yep. Okay. So I bought a property, a two bedroom bungalow for $5,000 on my, literally on my line of credit, credit card, let's call it on credit. And then I asked how uncle home Depot for a credit card and uncle home Depot was nice enough to provide. <laughs> that is so, literally how I funded the renovations on my first property. I went to home Depot. I, I had good credit. And I think they, I think they started me with like a $5,000 line. Right now. 
my Home Depot credit card, I think is $45,000 that I can go and spend. And that's what I did for that house. I, I finished it. Then I went to the bank and refied it. I took out all of my money. I think it got appraised at trying to think. I don't remember what the, I think it was $72,000. My cost was 55 paid off everybody. And that property gave me money when I refinanced it with the bank. And that's when you fell in love with the first strategy. (laughs) I'm telling you, I mean, there's just recycling my money. Basically, that's what I did. So now I got my money, I got more cash than and I put in and I actually still own that property and it's rented for um, $790 a month. Solid cash. To me, that's amazing. Yeah. So as you're going through all this, I mean, when you started, your boys were pretty young. How do your boys feel about real estate? Are they investors as well? Or how does that look? My youngest one just bought his first home. Love so that. I'm like, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Uh, he's in Seattle. My youngest baby is in Seattle. One is in Atlanta and one is in um, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Good stuff. Uh, so yes, I'm proud of him. And my oldest one is interested, definitely. Him and I have a lot more conversations around cash flow and investing and all of that stuff. So I have to say that I have created enough interest in their mind to know that this is a possibility. You don't have to work for your money all the time. Like right now, if I wanted to, my uh, real estate brings in enough money that I'm financially free. But I enjoy my job, like I said. But again, um, in order for you to know if you're financially free, my financial number, my freedom number may be different than somebody who's got four kids and they're still heading into university. Like right. for me, it's me by myself. I'm an empty nester. House is paid for. I'm good. Right. And, and again, like I just got to circle back on the laser-like focus. And I think that it goes back to something that we talked about before we get on. And that's the law of attraction, right? So when you have yes. that laser-like focus, that's when the universe is going to attract exactly what you want. Right, so right, right. Maybe you can dive into to how you came across the law of attraction, the, the power of the universe, and how you put that to work day in and day out. Right, right. Well, law of attraction, again, if you focus on what it is that you want, it's going to create opportunities around you to make sure you get it. So I'll give you an example. Every time I've thought I want something, it kind, as long as you don't put the doubt out there as well, yes. it's going to come back to you. It's going to come back. I was going to give a personal example and then I just stopped. I'm like, no, 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 not that one. (laughs) (laughs) But I will give an example that's more relevant. I mean, I've just created an online course, as you know. Um, So it's called the No Money Down Academy. So it's my COVID baby, I call it. So when COVID hit, (laughs) I'm thinking, um, what am I going to do? Like, I want to do something to give back to society, to give back to the women that are out there that feel that they cannot, they cannot do something, right? So I put it out to the universe that I'm going to create an online course. Would you believe within two, within two weeks, I'm going to say two to three weeks, I had a guy approach me who said, I will do your recordings for you, all your web stuff for you. That's incredible. But wait, for free. Whoa. I'm like, can I check your temperature? Like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. 
And then a week later, I was um, another girl called me who was just starting out as a VA. And she goes to me and she called me up because I was doing um, interviews or I was just putting out on social media what kind of stuff would they like to see in the course. So then this girl called me and we ended up talking and then she goes to me, um, can I be your VA? I'm like, I mean, I'm not, I'm one of those people, like I said, no money down, right? So she goes for free. And I feel like saying like, are you okay too? But honestly, these people have been working with me. We've been together for like eight, nine months now that we've been working on this program. And, and this going back to the universe, as soon as you put an intention out there, the universe is going to do everything and anything possible to bring you the results you want. As long as you don't put out a negative thought to counter that positive you put out there. That's it. The power of positive thinking. Set that antenna. Speak it into existence and the universe will deliver. And yes. Frank's probably tired of me hearing me say that stuff, but the, I am such a huge believer in that. I think that Not is incredibly all. important. I, 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 am, I am too. I am so careful with my words, guys. And, you know, when you talk about positive stuff, anytime somebody says negative, I'll just cancel, cancel, cancel. I don't want to hear it because I will say, why don't you say it this way? Like just reverse the takeaway, the negative, because the universe is going to hear everything. I it's, think that's exactly I how conversation with my mom this this morning and she goes to me oh my leg is hurting i said well why don't you say it's getting better slowly why do you have to use that word pain because the universe is only going to hear the word pain it doesn't know less more or anything like that it's just going to hear that word pain so let's say i'm getting better slowly instead of i'm in pain so um a close friend of mine introduced me to a Reddit thread related to the power of visualization. And it talks about how, like similar to that scenario, so if your leg is hurting, you say, I can remember when my leg hurt, but now it's getting better or it is better, right? And, yes. and that is how you, you redirect to make sure that you mm-hmm. achieve the desired outcome. Because you so, can have your thought directed that way. Anything, if, if, and we all know thoughts become things. So if I'm putting the word pain out there, the universe you, you is going to say less or more. To, Check the bracelet. <laughs> you have to send things. it to me. You have to send me one. <laughs> so those those listening in, I literally have a bracelet on my right wrist that says thoughts become things as she's saying this. So <laughs> that is incredible. I didn't know this, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's Honestly, it's super small. You can't see it on the live video that we got going. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I, I love that. I love that. But it, it's, it's true. And I mean, sometimes when I think back and I'm, I won't, refer to my age. I mean, you kind of know how old my boys are and stuff. I think back and I say, it's been 20 years or 22 years since my ex left. Would I have ever dreamed of the life I have now? I've done traveling. I've like eaten at the best restaurants and stuff because I'm all about building relationships. So even these people that showed up in my life, the people who are helping me with the course, it's all relationship building, networking. And that's what you've got to be doing out there as well. And then, as I said, the universe has no choice but to give you what you want. I love this. Now we're speaking about abundance, right? Yes. The universe delivering everything that you're going to need. Truly, um, truly, truly. Guys, this I just is want like... a handsome, dark, you know, tall, dark, and handsome guy next. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, no, this is really cool because honestly, um, the level of like, I don't know, craziness that I'm involved in related to the 
powers of visualization and the power of the universe. Um, I literally have the four CD set to the secret in my center console in my vehicle every single day. And I normally always turn on the CD like every day to listen to it. And it sounds like I'm listening to a recording. This is really cool. Just like <laughs> reinforce all the stuff that I already put in my head. Um, I will make sure to charge you, send you a CD. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Love that. So I know that you put together this course. Um, do you want to share any additional details related to the course, how people can find it? Of course. Yes. Yes. Um, it's called the No Money Down Academy. Awesome. Um, and I have put my heart and soul into it. I've talked, um, it's a total of seven modules. The first module is all about mindset. And, you know, it's going back to, again, the abundance mindset, however you want to take it, because unless you believe you can make it, you're not going to make it. Right. So I talk about that. I talk about changing the energy around money. What is your relationship with money? Because all of that is important because I truly believe mindset is 90% of your job, we'll call it. And only 10% is the skill set you require. So Definitely. I could teach you everything I know, but if you don't believe you're going to be successful, you're not going to be successful. Do you agree? hundred uh, percent agree. So my very first module is all about um, mindset. Then I talk about how I used to find properties and it's, I've got these crazy little ways because I didn't have money. So on MLS, I was doing reverse engineering. So it's like, okay, I can only afford to spend $25,000. Okay. So let me see, what can I get with that? So there's different tricks I use on MLS. So I show that I do a walkthrough in the course. Then I talk about how I did, um, how I spoke to vendors or how to find money. Then I um, talk about how to analyze property. So if every property is even giving you $200 a month, how many properties can you buy? Right. Versus if it's going to cost me, and let's even say I make $5,000 a month on my job and every property is going to cost me $200, $500 a month. There's only a limited number of stuff I can buy. Right. So how to utilize other people's money, other people's credit. And then one of the chapters um, is how I made my deals, no money down. Awesome. Because that's the whole idea. If I can take some money out of every deal that I do, and I didn't have to put any money in, it's a win-win for everybody. Definitely. And if our listeners wanted to track that down, where can they find it? Is there a website that they can go to? Yes, it's called www.thenomoneydownacademy.com. Perfect. I do have a free training coming up. I don't know when this uh, when this is coming out. The training is on the 26th of November, but after that, it will be just thenomoneydownacademy.com. That's the website. Good stuff. And if anybody listening in wants a link to that uh, free training, um, feel free to shoot us uh, a DM on Instagram under the handle of the cash flow kings and we can send that link over to you guys yeah definitely definitely jimmy ready for some questions here that i always ask i'm i'm ready for you to fire away <laughs> uh -oh. am right, I, should so, i be scared no, no these not are good. at all not these at all good. these are good uh so the first one is if uh someone wants to become a better investor what would you recommend start with your mind do you want me to elaborate or is it like a random no, 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 that was, that was a great answer. But I you love how fast and direct you are. I, I appreciate okay. that. But you can elaborate a little bit. Go ahead. Okay. Um, like I said, I think if you believe something, it will happen. It will happen. 
If you don't believe it, it's not going to happen no matter how much effort you put into it. Me as a single mom, if I believed, oh, who's going to give me mortgage? Oh, who's going to sell me their property with no money? Oh, how am I going to negotiate a no money down? As a matter of fact, I actually bought a 10-unit building, which was eight plus a duplex, so an eight-unit building and a duplex. The seller gave me money for down payment and closing costs. And I got a mortgage. That's incredible. I got Jimmy going. Hmm. That's it. I'm, I'm stroking the beard over here being like, I need to find one of those deals. <laughs> but well, I still just... own that property. That's awesome. And I'm like, I was in awe. But again, I was, I, I think I love how you said it, laser focused. My focus was, where do I not have to put any money of my own? Which again, I keep on saying I didn't have any to begin with, but I can walk away with something. Right. Now, mind you, all the deals, I mean, I, and I've done about 35, I've bought and sold 35 properties so far. Not every deal works out to the best. Right. There, there are going to be heartaches. There are going to be bumps and lumps and all of that stuff. And I'm no different. But in order to begin, it all starts here. Because if I didn't even start, would I be able to sit here today with cash flow kings and say, I've done 35 deals, guys? No. That's awesome. Uh, next question. Uh, what is one book that you've read, uh, especially lately, that you would consider a must read? My favorite, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, got me started on this one. I love, I love that book. I love that book. And of course, like, you know, after that, you could read The Science of Getting Rich, Think and Grow Rich, um, all of those, like Power of Positive Thinking. I'm a lot into spirituality. I'm a lot into universe. I'm a lot into abundance. And I think just gratitude. And I think if you come from a place of being grateful for what you have, the universe is going to power pack you even more allow the universe you have to allow the universe to be good to you so this is not one of our questions but based on what you were just saying um do you have in your rentals what's the largest size building you have and what's eight, the smallest eight unit and do you do uh, any single one, families or duplexes or stuff like that i have done all the way from single family home duplexes I, I never bought any triplex. I don't know why. They don't like me or I don't like them. I don't know. <laughs> That's standard in our market. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I have fourplex, a fiveplex, a sixplex, and an eightplex. There so I've go. done all of those. I love it. I'm with you 100%. That's, um, Jimmy knows some of, some of the deals I've done, but oh. I've bought everything from a single, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have a nine, and uh, we're looking for that 10 right now. Okay. I well, mean, mine high, right now my highest is eight. And I'm missing a triplex and a sevenplex in there. there you go. <laughs> nice. It's all about having more doors and less roofs. That's the big yes. one. Yes, yes. Uh, hopefully, you know, one day I, I hope to be having a 20 unit building. Love that. There you go. So, uh, there. there you go. Uh, speak it into existence. Yes. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? So, that basically means five years, 10 years down the road, where do you see you and your business? Now, I was going to say, I was going to stop you at grow up. Like, I'm growing up. I'm closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm 57, guys. I've grown up, believe me. Um, <laughs> now, having said that, honestly, I want to work um, my online course. I see myself building a brand for Single Mom Millionaire. 
in that I do intend to have um, the No Money Down Academy course. I have also bought a domain name called Indian Cooking for Non-Indians, which is all Ooh, about- I like that. I, do you? <laughs> I, yes, I'm I love a good Indian cook. No heartburn from the kind of cooking I do. It's still Indian, but it's got a little bit of a fusion to it. And then the third thing that I'm working on is um, nine weeks to a happier you. So in which I intend to have transformational retreats at the end of it. So that's the awesome. single mom millionaire brand I'm looking to build. And then do you, uh, the goal is X amount per month. Good stuff. Beautiful. Uh, I'm just thinking about some of the Indian food that I love. We have a few Indian, <laughs> we have a few uh, nice Indian restaurants locally. But uh, when I was in Niagara Falls, uh, they had some awesome Indian restaurants. There is that. a place called Guru in Niagara Falls. That's nice. Um, but no, I mean there is a lot here in Toronto. But I find Indian cooking because it's vegan, because it's like you know a lot of. Um, I think. Um, I don't want to say white people food, but what I'm trying to say is it has, all good. <laughs> it, it has a lot of flavors to it, right? So yeah. you're not eating bland. It's not just boiled with salt and pepper. You have a lot more going or a lot more kick to it. And you can, you know, um, grate the kick as much as you want. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for having, so thank you for being on there. <laughs> so if somebody That's wanted my next if somebody wanted to reach out to you or give you a follow on social media what would be the best way well they could go on facebook which is my name uh sadness Saberwal, or we also have a facebook page called single mom millionaire on instagram it's called single mom millionaire official and um you've also got the website which is singlemommillionaire.com which stuff. is still in the making because we're trying to put together Marry the no money down and the single mom millionaire somewhere in there. Perfect. So guys, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Cashflow Kings podcast. Um, in between podcasts, feel free to check out our website at thecashflowkings.com and check us out on Instagram as we produce daily content under the handle The Cashflow Kings. Cheers to your success. The Cashflow Kings program is for basic entertainment purposes only. We do not give official legal, tax, or investment advice.